Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that helps keep us strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can every day through Facebook, friends, text messages, other technological means as well. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody grow closer to God. You may help somebody come to salvation and get to heaven for all of eternity. What a great blessing for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to continue our line of thought and study. We're just going to be start just going to start looking at the second part of this particular line of thought and study, talking about how we need to always be determined to not let the devil win in our lives. Now, a whole lot of people, as I said in the first section of this study, they have come to the point where they think they're too intellectual or too smart or too intelligent or however you might want to phrase it to even believe in the devil. And a whole lot of those who don't believe in the devil also, well, they're very skeptical about believing in God. And some have come to the outright conclusion that they do not believe in God. Well, it's sad because reality is reality. Truth is truth, whether anybody believes it or not. You know, we've, all of us have probably heard the old illustration. Somebody's driving along and they see a sign that says, bridge out. Well, they don't believe it. They just keep on driving. And if they're careless enough, they go over the, the, the section where the bridge is out, maybe to their doom. Well, truth is truth, whether we believe it or not. A whole lot of things that have come along the line in the face of humanity, and a whole lot of people have said, well, I don't believe that, but they were wrong. It was true, and they suffered the consequences in many cases. Well, don't let the devil win. There are obviously two real-life forces that are in action in our lives in this world and that's good and evil. What are the sources of good and evil? Well, when you start talking about you don't believe in God, you don't believe in the devil, then you do away with good and evil. There is no good and evil without God. And the devil is the personification of evil, obviously. But when somebody says, well, I don't believe in God, well, there is, there is no such thing as good and evil. There's no differentiation. We've talked about that many times in these studies. Now, some people would object vociferously. They would say, what are you talking about? There's obviously good and there's obviously evil, but they don't believe in God. So explain it to me. Without God, how do you explain goodness to begin with? Now, I've never heard, heard anybody tell me how you can explain goodness without God. Because you see, if you take God out of the picture as the basic standard of goodness, the author of true goodness, then you leave it up to the individual, and that's every individual and everyone decides for themselves. And obviously, you're going to come to the point quickly where you have one individual disagreeing pointedly with another individual as to what goodness is. In fact, they may have absolutely opposite opinions 
And that's all they are, is opinions of what true goodness is. Without God, there's no standard. There has to be a true standard. And so if there is no true standard for goodness, then there obviously also is no true standard for evil. And yet both exist, and we would admit that openly, virtually everybody, I would think, that there is good and there is evil in this world. So there has to be God because there has to be a basic standard for goodness, and the opposite of that would be evil. And the devil was behind the evil. In fact, the apostle Peter put it in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, as we noted in the first section of this study. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, he wrote this, and again, by inspiration. Be vigilant, be sober, Because your adversary, the devil, walks about. Now, who is our adversary, our enemy? The devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So the apostle Peter, in fact, God, guided Peter to write that warning for us that the devil's real, He's out there, and he's after us. He is our adversary, our deadliest, most determined enemy, and he's seeking to lead us to our destruction. Peter portrays him as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. We know what that means, the the, the lion out there looking for lunch. He's going to kill whatever he can find. And that's how the devil is portrayed in reference to us. He's looking for our destruction. He wants to lead us away from God and therefore into eternal condemnation. Now, we see the goal laid out and that the devil works through temptation to lead us into sin. And sin, the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. But also, in that same verse, the gift of God is eternal life in or through Christ Jesus our Lord. So those are the two ends of the spectrum, so to speak. And so which one are we moving toward? Are we gravitating toward either eternal condemnation in hell or because of sin, or are we moving toward eternal life in heaven through Jesus Christ, having had our sins forgiven as we were baptized into him for the remission of our sins? Acts 2 and verse 38, and Acts 22 and verse 16. Unfortunately, even though we have been warned, and even though we recognize that truly evil exists in this world, we see it all around us, yet a whole lot of people are following the devil's lead. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, the apostle Paul wrote this, For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. Many are following the, the lead of the devil, even though he is portrayed openly as our enemy. And we really ought to be able to see 
if, if we think about it from the viewpoint of, of logical reasoning, we ought to be able to see the destruction of evil all around us. We see people get into worldly lifestyles, and it causes them all kinds of problems and even destruction in many cases because they're, leaving an, they're living in evil work lifestyles. We see people get caught up in the evil of alcoholism and drug addiction, and some people might object. They say, those are diseases. They're, they're, they're not sins. They're diseases by choice. They're diseases that take us over by choice. We don't have to drink. We don't have to take illicit drugs. We make the choice to do so. I realize that some people get caught up in, in addiction to prescription drugs due to medical problems, physical problems that cause them a great deal of pain and everything, but, but they, they need to come to the realization that I've got to stop this. I've got to get off of this. It's destroying my life. It's destroying my family. It's destroying my livelihood. I've got to stop this. Well, but the devil wants a person to stay addicted. He wants him to stay he wants him to stay under the thumb, under the control of something that will keep him ineffective as possible in his spiritual life. But we see other things too. People get all caught up. They get addicted to all kinds of materialism, money and the things money can buy. They get ad- addicted to worldly pleasures. And so they're always in pursuit of those. They get addicted to illicit sexual relationships and they move from one partner to another, to another, to another on an ongoing basis. The devil is skillful. He, he is skillful in making evil, sin, look good, look attractive, look pleasurable. But those pleasures are surface level and they're short-lived. The only way to effectively resist the devil is to walk with God in faithful obedience, according to his leading and guidance through his word. James wrote in James chapter 4, verse 7, submit to God, resist the devil. Now, both of those statements of determination recognize the existence of God and the existence of the devil, and therefore the, the reality of good and the reality of evil. So submit to God resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And how do I resist the devil? The next verse says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So we have to make up our mind. Just as the alcoholic, in order to overcome his addiction to alcohol, and alcohol is just another drug, he must make up his mind to stop drinking. There is no pill that's going to cure him Without his self-determination, I have to stop drinking. I want to stop drinking. Same thing for the drug addict. I have to stop taking the pills. I've got to stop taking the drugs. Well, for someone addicted to sin, lost in sin spiritually, he has to make up his mind to stop that, to stop living that sinful lifestyle and to turn to God. And as he turns to God, then he will find the way to resist the devil. God will walk with him as he turns to walk with God. And God will never turn his back on him as long as he never turns his back on God.
the only way to effectively resist the devil and be victorious over him is to walk with God. Let's pray. Father, help us to open our eyes to the reality that the devil is our enemy, that evil is not good, but it will only lead us to our self-destruction. Help us, Father, to resist the devil and all of his ways, all of his temptations, all of his allurements to lead us into sin and thereby away from you, to lead us into eternal condemnation and away from eternal life in heaven. Help us, Father, to be alert, on guard, and aware, and determined to walk with you and away from the devil. Please, Father, we pray. Please forgive us for our failings. In Jesus' name, amen.